This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Time for another American road trip. There is no guarantee that Americans will coalesce around anything in the country because opinions are so tribal. It is much more complicated and nuanced today what Americans will rally around. First off, polls show that the majority of Americans are angry, and the polarization of America has many believing that it can only be resolved by a civil war or a succession of some kind. Yet the United States is in much better shape than all others on the planet when the metrics of what makes countries work are measured. There is no reason for this degree of anger and dissension, but yet it is there because of this funk that Americans have fallen into with the help of those seeking political gain in it. It boils down to lack of tolerance as more and more do not wish to live cordially with others who do not share their opinions. It is always the others that are wrong. The polarization and regionalization appears to be worsening to me. California Governor Gavin Newsom put out a video that aired in the state of Florida inviting Floridians who are unhappy with the developing culture of that state to come live in California where their differences will be tolerated and even embraced. There's a video on YouTube calling for a readout in adjoining areas of Washington, Idaho, and Montana where evangelical right-wing enthusiasts could live with like-minded people succeeding to form their own state. They're not kidding. Right now we have red and blue states, which is bad enough, but some on both sides want to ratchet the polarization up to a level that splits the country into a new union and confederacy. Our current union is not perfect nor imperfect, but it is what it is, united under one constitution. I'm amazed by how many people who claim to support that constitution from what they say prove they have no idea what is in it. I was reading Keep It For Your Children, author James Blaze, about Theodore Roosevelt's western U.S. 66-day trip in 1903, where he whistle-stopped from city to town to Hamlet, wherever the railroads connected from Washington, D.C. to California and back, traversing all of the western states. He went through Iowa coming and going. He would speak for as short as a few sentences to lengthy dissertations to crowds gathered at all times of the day, to as few as a few hundred at stations in the remote plains who traveled from afar to see and hear him, There were huge throngs waiting for him in what were major cities. He was truly the crowd gatherer. They heard what he said reported to them directly without the filter of a partisan media. He tried hard not to say the same thing over and over at each stop, but there were times in all the speeches about the developments of irrigation in dry western states, the need for a strong U.S. Navy, and what responsibility was expected of Americans to their communities, states, and country. On the 1903 trip, Theodore Roosevelt said in Shoshone, Idaho, that the worst enemy of this country is the man who tries to excite sex in against section, creed against creed, class against class. This government is not and never shall be a government, either a plutocracy or a mob. It will be a government, as has been, in which all citizens, rich or poor, wherever they live, however they worship their maker, mechanics, farmers, miners, ranchmen, bankers, lawyers, makes no difference if they are decent men, shall have their say in the government and are guaranteed protection by it. The line that in elemental matters we must never draw is the line of conduct. The man who behaves well, whatever he does or wherever he lives, is a good citizen. In Waterloo, Iowa, he said, referring to Civil War veterans, 
Those men by their lives and their deeds teach us what it behooves to each and all to learn, the lesson of substantial unity of all Americans. They fought to destroy forever the spirit of sectional hatred. Let us learn from them that the arch foe of all to learn, and the one lesson above all others, the lesson of brotherhood. Let us learn from them that the arch foe of all that is best in American life is the man who seeks to stir one American against his fellows, the man who appeals in a spirit of hatred to induce one set of Americans to stand opposed to their fellows. Wherever he makes that appeal in the hope of exciting section against section, creed against creed, or class against class. Unquote. I will let each of you write the last paragraph to this report to each his own, but if it speaks to what is wrong with this country and to whom we should blame and hate for it, you miss the point. Roosevelt was an optimist when the railroad track up and his perspective was proven warranted. Roosevelt's words should be imparting a warning to us today, as they did our preceding generations, that could not be more relevant. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.